Hello, everybody. It is day 24 of 100. That sounds right. And we are here today to look a little bit farther and deeper at uh, Enneagram type 8s. So uh, we'll get into that momentarily. I will say that I, I have gotten some news that has me perhaps appropriately fired up for this session. I'm feeling a lot of what I think is legitimate anger and about what that's a, a tale for a different day, but I'll say I'm feeling perhaps maybe very eight-ish, but I, I want to, um, I want to preface as I try to always do with eights. I think that, that a lot of people get eights wrong and I don't, want to be one of those people. I don't want to misunderstand. I don't want to misspeak. So I'm going to do my best acknowledging that, you know, we can only say so much in about 10 minutes, um, and, and never enough about anyone in that time. But, but I do, I want to say eights, you know, I, uh, not that you need permission at all, but I, I do welcome and offer the invitation to, uh, to correct or to challenge me where that is needed. Cause I, I really do genuinely want to understand and get this right. So not that, that you would hesitate, but, um, you know, please don't like, I, I have grown to be quite comfortable with confrontation and actually really appreciate it. So let me know, let me know if, if I get anything wrong and we will, we will set the record straight. And with all that said, let's jump in. So eights at their best, uh, can be quite self-confident and decisive but at their worst, maybe dominant or controlling. And the basic fear here is of being harmed or controlled by others. And the basic desire is to protect themselves, to be in control of their own life. And their motivating need is to be against. To be against what, you, you might ask, and it doesn't necessarily matter. There's just this, this energy that, um, that comes up against or challenges quite readily. Uh, and there's this, this need to be self-reliant and strong to avoid feeling weak or dependent. And so their basic orientation, which we'll talk about for each type, is that eights are, are power oriented. They, they always know kind of where the center of power is. They would prefer to have that power over their own lives. Um, but if they don't, uh, they, they know that they're, they're very aware of that and they kind of test people in power or authority to see if, uh, they're really worthy of that position. And it's pretty difficult for them not to challenge people in power and authority if they don't deem them, um, worthy or capable or, or strong enough to, to hold that position. So they're just, they're very aware of, of where power is. Uh, they they tend to be kind of big in the room. There's there's intensity, there's vitality, there's energy in this space. So, an eight doesn't even necessarily have to say anything. It's just that their presence is is quite uh, notable in the room. And we say that they have an on switch and an off switch, and there's not necessarily a dimmer or a, a medium setting, if you will. I have a little cousin who is too young to know for sure, but is, is quite likely or probably, or possibly, I should say, uh, a type eight. And I mean, she just, it's, she's asleep or she's at a hundred percent and there's just, there's really no middle ground. And we, we got to go to a trampoline park with her and her sister not too long ago. And man, that's the best exercise I've had in, in quite a while. 
Um, and, and part of this, this energy and this action orientation kind of manifests as what we, we call sometimes this fire aim ready dynamic in an, in an average or, or below average range of, of health, you know, it's, it's doing first, they're dominant in this doing energy. So they're kind of doing and thinking and feeling much later. So instead of that, um, ready aim fire it is it's almost reversed and that can of course be uh be problematic at times so they do first think second and feel third um if they they get to that and you know eights have so much passion uh that 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 can sometimes be challenged you know i of course i feel i feel a lot all the time and and yes yes of course you do, but but passion and these intense versions of feelings that are more uh, comfortable or more natural for you are not the whole picture. There's a range of, of softer, more vulnerable feeling that is is avoided or outrun quite often by eights, and and part of the work is to really re-engage with uh, with those aspects, with that level of feeling within oneself. Eights tend to be very protective of especially the innocent and the vulnerable, uh, like kids and, and animals. They can just come alive in a way that, that they might not in other circumstances around especially small children and animals. And I think part of that is this vigilance for betrayal that eights have. They're, they're constantly kind of aware of and expecting to be betrayed almost, but but small children and, and animals can't, can't do that. They, they won't betray or, or hurt the eight. And part of the eight type structure is this protection of their own inner child that they have been doing or have had to do since a, a young age for, for whatever reason. And I think um, this connection with children and, and potentially animals can be a, um, a portal kind of to, uh, to reconnect with that, that softer, more vulnerable side of oneself if, if eights take that, that avenue. It's just beautiful to see. I mean, my, my dad's an eight, as I've mentioned before, and just um, him around small kids or um, even our cat is just, um, just a beautiful thing to, to see. Uh, it's important for the rest of us to know that eights trust very few people in a lifetime, maybe five or ten, some of them. And uh, if you are one of those people, you better honor that. You better not betray that trust. And that can be so hard for the rest of us or counterintuitive because it's like eights want us to be very direct and would always rather know um, if there's a problem or to know how we feel or what we think rather than us try to sugarcoat something or, or pad the truth. or uh, and, and we kind of naturally do that because a lot of the rest of us are more conflict avoidant. But the way to really honor the AIDS trust is to be upfront and, and to be honest, uh, whether that causes a conflict or not, because they're not, they're not fearing or, or worried about avoiding the conflict. And so always be honest. Always always tell the eights uh, in your life the truth. It's very, very important, especially if, you, if you've already earned that trust with them. It's really, really important to acknowledge that eights don't 
want to control you so much as they just want to not be controlled by you. And so a lot of times what we perceive as controlling behavior is actually just kind of um, protective behavior to make sure that they are not controlled by anyone else. And of course that, that, that can carry over into some problematic controlling tendencies, but, but that's far more rare than just not wanting to be controlled by others. One of the best ways to connect with eights is by doing a project or an activity alongside them. Um, they're, they're in this body, this doing energy triad, and if they're engaged in movement and activity, that can make more space for the thinking and the feeling to be present in that connection far more than just kind of sitting and trying to talk about feelings or, um, or that kind of thing. A big challenge for growth for eights is to realize that vulnerability is not weakness, that they can show their softer side, their nurturing side, uh, and, and they do, they access that to energy and security, and that can really, uh, really help with that process. So growing edges for eights might be to do something someone else's way, even if your way is better. Yes, I know that sounds crazy, but just a little exercise to try. Um, to, to take time to look back at how your actions have affected others because eights are future oriented and they're, they're so active and again, they're, they're doing and they, they might be thinking about it and, but, but sometimes they miss the feeling repercussions for others. So, so looking back at least occasionally is a helpful practice and kind of a rapid fire to close the vice for eights is lust or uh, this this craving for intensity is what we really mean by by lust. Um, eights can be excessive, and and they do want to be in control and project strength to mask weakness or vulnerable feelings. But the virtue for eights, that is the flip side of that vice, is innocence. In this recovering of the the truth, uh, when they're safe to do so. That, that real strength is actually this ability to access vulnerability and tenderness, to occasionally at least let go or take off that protective armor um, to soften. And w when they can access this place of innocence, reconnect with that inner child they've been protecting, they can moderate their intensity and excessiveness and need for control in the service of connection and relationship and and love, and there is such a great capacity there in eights. The uh, the wounding message that we sometimes call it that that eights somehow received in childhood, um, directly or indirectly, is it's not okay to be vulnerable or to trust anyone. And when you get that message early, you can see how that would contribute to some of this personality um, patterning and, and armoring that we've discussed. And the, the lost childhood message, what did not get through for whatever reason, um, is you will not be betrayed. And that's very hard for AIDS to, to trust. But that is part of the work, to be able to, at least with, with a, a couple or a few people, trust that you, know, you will not be betrayed. You can let some of that guard down. And some people to, to check out if you're looking for examples of eights or want to read the perspective of eights. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. is thought to be an eight. 
and Nadia Bowles Weber uh, is a brilliant pastor slash former stand-up comic slash author slash just fascinating person and uh, she's got multiple books and just started a podcast actually I think it's called The Confessional but her her most recent book Shameless is I think an example of the best of what uh, AIDS can can offer and I can't recommend that one highly enough so that will do it for us for AIDS that's about half of what I normally share in this introductory workshop so Again, not a whole picture at all, but I hope a I hope a glimpse. I hope mostly hit some of the marks there, and certainly let me know uh, where I missed. So, I will be back tomorrow. We'll we'll talk about type nines, and until then, I hope you are well and taking care. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>